Hello and welcome to another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highlander, National Sales Manager for Bone Adhesives. I'm Rob Johnson from Bone Training. How are we doing, Rob? Oh, pretty good, Wayne. I understand you were in my neck of the woods lately. Oh, sure was. What are you doing for St. Patrick's Day? Nothing. I know you said nothing on the last show, but... Wearing a green sweater. That's it. That's it. I didn't, I haven't even worn my green yet. I got a green pen. That doesn't count. Well, it's as close as I'm going to get right now. You just want to be spanked or pinched. Well, you know, Rebecca, my youngest one, she married a guy named McSweeney. Kyle McSweeney. Hmm. Nice Irish family, you know. He's yeah. even got some Irish uh, tattoos and stuff like that. It, it's a national holiday over at their house. They've got all of my kids are going there for a big party. Uh, they, of course, we were invited to, but... Um, Out of necessity. Big, we're, <laughs> we're not big drinkers. And plus, you know, it's kids' time. You know what I mean? It's You could sit down on the couch and suspenders on the couch and fall asleep in the middle of it all. I, it, they they do all sorts of you know they got some hook game and some pong you know, beer pong games and but they got people coming in from Boston I mean it's a it's big it's a big I'm making them some food nice yeah wow. uh, it's uh but this is like uh they do this one up big so it, they have been talking about this party and the parade and everything they've been talking about this for months what time what you gonna do what can I bring now, this is huge for them. Is he really Irish or is he full Irish? Because a lot of Americans claim that they're Irish, and you know a lot of them are really Irish. I I don't I I I don't know if he's you know I don't think he's running guns for the IRA Irish, but I'm pretty sure he's he's pretty Irish. I I don't I don't know how to answer a question. I got a story. Irish is Irish. I got a story about that and I probably shouldn't tell it. Oh, why not? Uh, we got the time. No, no, no. Okay. So what do you mean by that? Is he real Irish? Well, a, a lot of, uh, I'll give you a, well, I don't know if I should tell you, he's a family member, so I probably shouldn't say that either. Um, but if you've never sniffed Ireland before, if you've never been to Ireland, you've never visited Ireland, you've never done anything, then, you know, well, I think Boston is just about as close as you're going to get to Ireland. A lot of Irish. Well, New York. There's a lot of Irish stuff going on in the city of Boston. New I York, mean, too. They, uh, yeah, New York, absolutely. But you know what? You, you know, one of the, one of the biggest. Uh, you think uh, of the Boston Celtics, the fighting. Yeah. The fighting yeah. Irishmen on the center logo there. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's uh, that's a pretty Irish place, but. Is that the only true way to know you've had to bend over backwards and kiss the Blarney Stone Irish, or is that just too, that's faux Irish to that? You know, I, I actually did kiss the Blarney Stone. Did you? Yeah, I got pictures of me kissing the Blarney Stone. I did it the same year Muhammad Ali did it. He was just there like a month before I was. Yeah. All so. right, so what's the deal with this Blarney Stone thing? It's supposed to give you the gift of the gab. It's a castle. You go way up in the castle, way up, and, and then you get to where the Blarney Stone is, and then you, uh, the Blarney, you have to lay that back on your back and, and go way over and kiss it, 
and uh, you look down there is like you know a, a cliff and uh, it's supposed to bring you good luck the gift of the gab the gift of the gab yeah how many times did you kiss that sucker I uh, French kissed it. You made out with that thing, huh? <laughs> yeah. You took it out. I took it seriously. You took it on a few dates. Mm-hmm. All right. So what are we going to talk about today, Rob? Yeah, uh, Wayne, last week we were in Nashville. I was with uh, working with Jeremiah Strong, the uh, territory manager from down south, and it covers a bunch of the southern states. And um, we've just had a lot of questions over the past couple of years about um the power scrubber and deep clean and how to remove polish and blah 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 and for you know for eight years i've been talking about the guaranteed recoat system the prep system and everything and murphy's oil soap and i've used it a few times on you know i had to do um the monroe facility and but that was just a lot of experimental stuff that the lab boys were using out front so jeremiah and i were talking and we decided on how about if we went out and bought every crap product that's out there and covered the floors with it so that's what we did so i got off the plane went right to the hardware store and i bought some oil soap i bought the mop and glow stuff and stainless steel polish some other floor polishes uh, acrylic spray on acrylic polish i mean we just bought everything that we recommend people don't use to maintain their hardwood floors and then that night jeremiah and i we coated the entire training center with all of this stuff okay yeah with it all you must have felt like you were cheating on your wife. Exactly. Like I was cheating on my wife using all this stuff. And the funny part, though, is Jeremiah and I sitting there trying to read. The print on the back of this stuff is so small, so we're taking pictures and expanding it so we can actually read. <laughs> There's a couple of seasoned floor veterans. No idea how to use Murphy's Oil Soap or Mop and Glow or any of these things. So we're reading the directions putting this and then we started working okay a couple hours I think we were done with the whole place we came back in the next day I had an awakening Wayne I had an awakening okay for the life of me I could never understand why people use this stuff ever you know we all know how bad it is and what it as Wayne would say creates bond breakers Came in the next day, it smelled amazing. Wow. The place smells clean, like really smells clean. Not like a perfumey type thing, but clean. Then we go walking out, we're looking at the floors and we are both cracking up like, wow, this stuff looks pretty good. We even put down the bone of polish. Mm -hmm. It looked really good, pretty easy to work with. Look really good. Murphy's oil soap, the mop and glow. I was I was blown away how good everything looks. Sounds like you had an epiphany. Uh, what is that word? Epiphany. Is it epiphany? Yeah. Epiphany. 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 With an M, as in Mary. I was thinking, I thought you said F. 
and no. not the th epiphany 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 i've never used that word never and now i know i'll never Theory, use that word. spell epiphany epiphany e p i p h a n y does that help you thank you very much where would Sounds... you be without her huh i was doing that for your benefit thank you how many Appreciate syllables that. are in it Epiphany. Yeah. Four. Okay. All right. So you had, so yeah, so they look beautiful and they smell beautiful. It, just, I, now I get it. I get why people mm -hmm. use this stuff. The problem yeah, is the more you use it, the worse it starts to look. Like the first one's always going to look great, but then it starts to attract some dirt. And then you're thinking, oh, I want to get that feeling back. And you put more around and more on and more. And then that's when everything starts to blow up. Like drugs. But I do, I never got it until I used it. And I was like, all right, now I, and the other thing is now I know why it's a tough habit for some people to break. My sister-in-law loves her mop and glow. Really? Loves it. And then one day my brother's like, Hey, you think you can do a screening code on the floor? You know, my brother's an old floor guy too. He grew up in the family business. He did it. And he goes, hey, what about coming over and doing a screening coat? Oh, I started chugging through this kitchen like, what the hell's going on? I knew it wasn't my finish. And uh, that's what it was. It ended up being mop and glow. So it was just misery, misery to get off. But I get it. Looks clean, smells clean. So now I kind of get it. So. Maybe I'll just be a little kinder and gentler about it from now on, you know, and not think, my God, you got to be crazy to use this stuff. Now I understand why. So well, now you got to get it back off. Was that the challenge? That was the challenge because we always talk about this in the classes, mm -hmm. but we never just dedicated an entire class to removing and recoding these surfaces. That's interesting. Okay. So that's what we did that's what the kids the students the kids <laughs> oh my god everybody's now that i'm 60 everybody's a kid yeah everybody's a kid now yeah 60s yeah i'll be 61 and that's what they so everybody comes in we start the class we showed all the stuff matter of fact i sent you guys a picture of all the stuff that we had used and that's what we did spend the day. We started out talking about the power scrubbers and a couple of the students have power scrubbers and they were looking for how can we make more money? What more can we do, you know, with the power scrubber? One guy went into this great tangent about how he's just using it for new construction cleanup. Not only does he do the floors and everything, but he tells all his GCs when you're all done and everybody's done and everything, I'll come in and do your final job site cleanup using this, you know, for the sheetrock dust. And it's stuff that, you know, we had talked about before. Um, so we just started attacking. We just started attacking all of these floors. Um, so some of the products that we were using to correct some of the mistakes, we used to bone a prep. We used a Bona Guaranteed Remover and Rinse. We used a Bona Deep Clean. Uh, we used a Bona DC Polish Remover. And then we actually did some coating with the Bona Refresher. 
So you have Bona Refresher and you have Bona Polish. Both great products. The difference is if you put Bona Polish down, before you can put a fresh coat of finish on there, you need to remove all that polish. And then you can put a coat of finish, abrade it, put a coat of finish down. If you're going for a clean floor and just a little spruce up or a weekend or something like that, you can go with the Bona Refresher. The thing that I like about the refresher is you can recoat over it. It doesn't need to be removed. All you need to do is abrade it and coat right over it. Let me ask you this. Did, did you just pause right now because you thought I was going to talk? I heard you. Yeah. I heard oh, okay. you starting something, yeah. so I stopped. We're getting to be like a married couple. We start to understand these things. Um, you know, you um, sometimes you want to find out, okay, do I have uh, uh, an acrylic on my on my floor? I mean, how do I find out if, if I'm going to recoat this floor and it, maybe it's got an acrylic, maybe not? Rob, do you have a, a way of, uh, of checking that? Yeah, there's a couple of different ways. Um, I think the foolproof way right away is to take a little piece of sandpaper, block sander, lightly abrade an out-of-the-way area, but not so out-of-the-way that you know that it's still being maintained, okay? Is that it? My, my time's up. No, it means I have to take a pill. Sorry. <laughs> Old people set timers for pills. Yeah, I know. Old one, of that, one, one, one of the best things I've I've come across with in a long time, and maybe you do the same, is I buy the, the thing that you put all your your medicine for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and you or, or you got yes, is that the best thing ever? That's all old people love, right that's there. Old, that's old, yeah, yeah. When you got you, that, and you're, that, you're happy about that. That's that's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Sad, sad but true. So you're asking me, how are we going to determine what's on the floor? One way, right away, okay, light piece of paper. You sand that small area out of the way, just slightly sanded. If your paper's loading up with stuff, okay, we got something on the floor. Now let's determine what it is. Take a clean white rag, little mineral spirits on that rag, give it a wipe. All right, if it comes up, a little on the brown side when well, we probably got an oil soap or paste wax or something like that uh, the other test you can do is just a couple of drops of water if it turns white really quick same thing it's probably um it's probably a paste wax or an oil soap type product but then you got to test now you've got the other products so your acrylic waxes so our test for that is going to be eight ounces of water, half a teaspoon of ammonia. Take that mixture, two drops. Now, if it starts to turn white or cloudy white, that's going to tell you that you've got the acrylic waxes on there. So what I've always been told, Rob, is that uh, for that, we take a, like half, half watered, half household ammonia and then let it let you know pour a few drops on the floor and let it sit for for a minute or so and then take your fingernails and agitate it see if it turns milky white hmm. that's what we've always done so half it, and half half ammonia half water that's what oh, we that's, always that's a lot yeah yeah 
Well, yeah, it only takes, like I said, half a teaspoon of ammonia to a cup of water. Okay. And you're going to get the same same reaction. Okay. When you agitate with your fingernails. See you just like white. touching. Yeah, he's just like making that scratch noise right now. Yeah. I know. I know what's going on. You you mentioned that you turned uh, 60 years old. Um, <laughs> what's so funny about that? And if you, you the next transition in your old age thing is uh, when you pull up to a gas tank is uh, you, you, you don't fill the gas tank up to full anymore. You only, you only have a tank. <laughs> you don't want to die and leave three quarters of a tank of gas. Oh. Pauline's dad used to say, I'm so old, I don't even grab, buy green bananas anymore. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this. How did it go? How did the, uh, the removal of the, uh, all those uh, products off the floor go? Amazing. Really? It went absolutely amazing. And I think one of the things that we found when you're using those products that I was talking about to remove things is to make sure you're hitting your coverage rate. Like that DC polish, <clears throat> the, the Bona DC polish remover, you really want to get that stuff down decently heavy and you want to let it work. Like the way to use that is to put it down on the floor, make sure that you hit your coverage rates on it. You don't want to put it down too thin. Because it's a, you want some good chemical in there that's going to really get that agitation going. Um, so on one of the floors, we had used DC polish, and Jeremiah actually hit it with a red pad, really, just to rough it up. But you, that would be for a real, like for the mop and glow, that's what we were doing. We were roughing it up with a red pad and the DC polish um, just to remove the DC polish we were using the uh, power scrubber, getting a good amount on, letting her sit for about 10 minutes, dwell, let it do its chemical reaction there. And then we were just taking the power scrubber and knocking it off. That polish remover worked on the DC polish and it also worked on the, uh, the mop and glow too, which I was really happy to see. On the mop and glow, we use DC polish remover on one side, and on the other side, we use a guaranteed recoat system. They both worked. And now, we've got to remember, that was only one coat of the stuff. Like when I was doing my sister-in-law's house, you know, she had four or five coats of the mop and glow on, because the more that stuff you use, the more you need to use it. You know what I mean? It gets dirtier quicker and quicker and quicker. So... So you might have to agitate it, maybe do a couple of applications, but for the oil soap floor and some of the other floors that we had used the, um, what did I say we had used? The stainless steel polish and the uh, other uh, cleaner and polishes. We were using the guaranteed recode system. Same thing. You don't want to put that remover down too thin. You want to really lay it out there scrub it in with the uh, abrasive brush and uh you know not only did we do all of that removal and using all those different chemicals and everything but then when we were all done that was a full day too and uh it was just kind of funny the way uh we 
that was our class. You, you know what I mean? But everybody was, how's this, how did it work? How's this going to work? Everybody was really excited to come back in the next day and coat all these things. So we abraded everything that we had put all the polishes and the uh, soaps and waxes and all that stuff. So we'd come in the next day and abraded stuff and coated. And even with the guaranteed system, where we did our guaranteed recoat system, we didn't even abrade that. We just went right to finish. And everything looked absolutely amazing. Passed all our adhesion tests, passed everything. But, um, you know, we just always talking about these products to our students and how they work. And, you know, but um, I think we're going to do more of these types of classes. Because it really is an eye-opening experience because it's not just one product that we're constantly talking about. There's all sorts of stuff that people are putting on floors. And what we were showing everybody is, man, we got a lot of bullets in that gun. You know, between the polish remover, between the guaranteed system, between prep, even the deep clean. Um, and, of course, everything, everything just revolves around that power scrubber. And I know you and I have talked a lot about the power scrubber and when Bona finally lets us go, that'd probably be one of the first things that I would buy is getting into that because it there are so many things that you can do with this. I mean, it's just insane. Rob, Rob um, so when I, um, <clears throat> when I moved here, uh, a friend of ours uh, was uh, just bought a house and uh, had pre-finished hardwood floors. And he asked me if I come and help him do something with the floors because, and he thought I could just like put a coat on or something. And I said, you know, I don't do that anymore. I'll come and look at them. So I looked at the floors and there was clearly something on the floor and there was mop and glow in the, uh, in the, uh, under the kitchen cabinets. And, um, so I did a little test area. You can tell that this, this was a practice this lady had been doing for a long time, putting mop and glow on the floors. So I got DC polish remover. I got the power scrubber. I got our, 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 our rinse product. And then I, I, uh, I ended up getting red pads and maroon pads. And I, I put it out there, I let it dwell out there. But as you said, this had been on there for years and years and years. It's amazing how much stuff was coming off of there. And what worked best for me was to, to let it dwell, hit it with a red pad, and it was not affecting the pre-finished floor at all. It wasn't, it was like aluminum oxide. It wasn't bothering that at all. And then coming back behind it with the power scrubber and then cleaning it with the power scrubber afterwards. I mean, they look like brand new floors. Like if I was, it was like a thousand square feet. So yes, you, you have an expression that I learned from you is called, is, is the juice worth the squeeze? And that's something to consider when you're doing these, when these, doing these jobs, like I would have charged a good amount of money to, if I was a contractor doing this, because you know, it, it, it is more involved. You are using maroon pads. So you are doing, you know, it's not just like, okay, it just, just lay it down there, put this on it and do that. And you're done. It did require me doing several steps of it. But it all came off and it looked stunning. And I mean, I mean, look, I mean, it looks like there was a gem hidden underneath all that layers and layers of this of these products. And it was stunning when it was done. And I was driving off and I was thinking to myself, man, what would I have charged for this? Because they were beyond happy. And they would have paid if I put a number in front of them, whatever that was. They, I mean, I'm their friends, I wouldn't charge them. But um, they would have paid that. So um, you're right. And the power scrubber to come behind that and finish it. I mean, you and I have had multiple conversations, like you said, about the power scrubber afterwards. When I uh, when I was a sales rep, 
um, I would go to retail stores and talk to them about this machine. And a lot of times I would take the machine if they had like a, and it's, we don't say this is made for tile floors. You know, we're a hardwood floor company. We test everything on hardwood floors. But a lot of times I would take it across their tile and I'd run it at a diagonal across the tile. One, st- one, one, one pass up and that same pass going backwards. And it was, they would blow their mind how clean it got. Like, holy smokes. And of course, then I'd end up having to do the whole damn showroom because, because <laughs> yeah. I can't leave it like that. But, um, well, you got to buy it or this is it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but man, you, I mean, you, you hit the nail on the head, man. And especially, you know, the, uh, it's slowing down in a lot of areas. You know, it's been a challenging first quarter for a lot of guys. Man, I just, I, I think there's a great opportunity to this, this machine, and I, I think it often gets overlooked. We talk about that a lot, but mm. I, I, I bet you got a, as much out of this class as the students. I got more. Of course I, you did. I, I know just, I got more. We, we, I, just did, we just did the one-upping show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got more than you just even I hearing about so it. I got so much more than you did. No, I... I had the question answered. I mean, for for forever, I've been saying, why would people use this stuff? It's horrible. Well, now I know why. Yeah. Now I get it. So when I'm talking to people about this stuff, I'm just going to go, I'm just going to go out a new door where I'm just not. And it, it hit me too. Like, if you heard me talking, if you used it, and I said, my God, that is the worst thing in the world you can do to your floors. I just insulted you. Yeah. I just insulted your decision making. Mm-hmm. I just called you an idiot. Yeah. Right? Now I can say, hey, listen, I know why you're using this stuff. Okay. I know why. It smells great. It looks great. But you're just starting down a terrible path. I there's a whole new way I'm gonna go about this because I think in the past, when I had even my own customers and, you know, rant and rave at them, now I'm thinking, oh, that's pretty stupid. I, I mean, I literally just called them an idiot for using this. And they're the ones who are putting it down going, geez, you know, they're thinking in their head, I don't know, Rob, you know, looks pretty good and it smells good too. So, you know, maybe I'm not so stupid, but. And to be clear, you, you weren't calling me stupid. Because the ramifications for that would be just just uh, wouldn't awful. wouldn't yeah. even cross my mind. Yeah. No. Now let's talk about something else that we learned at this school. All this cleaning things, right? All this, I, I mean, that guaranteed system, and just you know hitting it with that abrasive brush and just watching the the Murphy's oil soap just just ball up and and be removed and everything uh a little heads up to everybody clean out your power scrubber when you're using these products you know if you're just deep cleaning yeah give it a little rinse not too much going on but when you start throwing all of this stuff into the mix you know the remover the polish remover the everything that we're cleaning off of the floor all this stuff is sticky you know what I mean? It's gooey, it's sticky, it's ugliness. And just make sure that you run some clean water through everything and clean out your brushes, clean out the machine because it's amazing. It's clean as hell, 
except for underneath that machine. When you flip that machine over and look at what's all inside and underneath it, you'll everybody will start to see because you don't want to let that stuff set up. You know, we're always talking about if you're using prep, make sure it doesn't set up. Don't let that slurry set up. If you're using the guaranteed recode system, don't let that dry on you. You got to keep everything wet and everything. So the last thing you want to do at the end of the day is just put your uh, power scrubber away without taking care of it. You know, she's going to make you a lot of money, treat her nice, clean her up. I think it's definitely the way to go. Um, you just remind me something too, that I, we've done it a couple of times in the past when the homeowners weren't there is uh, take a picture of the, uh, of what comes off their floor, the dirt that comes off that floor or take a video of pouring it out and how black it is sometimes with all the dirt and everything that's, that's, that's actually been extracted off the floor. And that's a $50 word, isn't it? Extraction. That was something that I learned when we were working with Stanley Steamer. And when Stanley Steamer comes in and they're talking about, they don't, they don't say that they're shampooing your carpet. They're doing a steam extraction. And extraction is, it, it's the same thing when we talk about the Tampico brush with a vacuum. You know, you're using a backpack vac on the buffer with a Tampico brush, we are now extracting dust from the floor. We're not just backing it. We're not just tacking it. We're getting down into the crevices of the wood and digging stuff out. And that's exactly what the power scrubber is doing. Which, which is different than a buffer that is more like, uh, you know, pushing the contaminants around or moving the contaminants around, but not actually extracting them off the floor. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I learned that from you, Rob. I learned that from you uh, when the very first uh, introduction to an auto scrubber. You know, it would have been nice if you didn't sound so surprised that I taught you something. That would have been nice. No, I didn't. I didn't mean to. I'm giving it up to you that 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 I uh, learned. You know, I, I can't. Lot. You know, I can't I take a compliment. I know. So, so don't even try. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was trying, trying to think of the third. I learned a lot from you uh, back in the, in the days, man. Uh, you really rounded out my education as a floor guy. <laughs> I, I'm going to. I've absolutely. You, I'm not kidding either. I, that's actually the. Uh, I've the loved to watch your growth. Have I've stayed stagnant? Yes, true. Yeah, you were kind of like a, a pond scum is a as a harsh word in the way of looking at it. Yeah, but you know how like with a with a pond that stays, it doesn't move. It's just like um like I don't know like pond scum, rather than yeah. have have like a a fresh lake where things are moving and flowing and always mm. changing mm. and. And and growing and yeah yeah maybe pond scum isn't what I've I maybe pond scum isn't what I have gone with I would have said no. maybe you and I are like Belichick and Brady you know and okay. then and then Brady moves on and wins another Super Bowl and yeah. you know Belichick's still kind of left behind yeah. still waiting for his success that will eventually come back to him kind but of the, thing but the visual of pond scum I I I think is is. We're captivating. I, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope you catch a lot of fish this weekend. I really do, man. All the all more power to you. Thank you so much. All right. All right. So one more thing, one more thing that we that we learned uh, about this. And this was a really I bet we had man, we probably had 25 people at this class. And some of the conversations were getting pretty cool, pretty intense, really good discussions. People um, switching phone numbers, people, you know, getting switching contact information. 
going to be working together on certain projects and things like that. So that was pretty cool. But I think one of the best conversations we got into was a great, this is also an fantastic way to keep in touch with your old customers. And I know we had talked about that before, but it really made sense to everybody who was at this class, just offering up that deep clean, sand the floors, code them, give them their kit, tell them everything they need to do. And then say, hey, and I'll see you next year. Give you a free cleaning. I'll come in, deep clean the floors. Now you're making sure they're using the walk-off mats, the felt pads, the right cleaners and everything. And they're taking care of your floor. And then next year, same thing. Just like, uh, you know, the, the Stanley Steamer type thing where I'm in there once a year, deep cleaning that floor. And then six, seven, eight years down the road when it's time for a recoat. We don't have to get into using all of the uh, cure products because there's no issues because they're doing yeah. exactly what we told them to do. But also, I've mentioned this a thousand times, now you're on a first name basis with that homeowner. You see her once a year, you know each other, you're on a first name basis. And then if she hears a whiff of anybody saying, geez, I'm thinking of having my hardwood floors done. Oh, use my guy. You know, I got a guy use this guy. My floors look amazing. And they're always going to look amazing. Once you're maintaining them correctly, doing that deep clean, they're always going to look, uh, you know, that homeowner is going to be raving about you. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what I would also do if I had a, a power scrubber is I would let my distributor know that I have a power scrubber. Because how many times have, have you run into where a distributor, has, they got a situation where they got to get something off the floor and or sheetrock dust on a, on a floor that's uh, wire brushed or something that they got to get off the floor they don't they would you're you you know it's a great man so yeah i got one of those and i know how to use it and uh, i have the products and you can you can make some money doing that you you we talk about a lot i've seen so many guys make so much money on on recoats uh, and and doing just maintenance just cleaning floors and and what blows my mind is the the people that that are making the most money doing this are not hardwood floor people they're they're cleaning people they're janitorial type people they're people that come in and that that if you ask them what species of wood are you standing on right now they would have zero clue wood and yet yeah wood it's wood. yeah right. is this is this american cherry or is it maple they would have no clue what you're talking about and yet they're making a lot of money cleaning these floors and it, it used to hurt my feelings man because i think man Floor guys are not, I'm so, I saw it firsthand is the reason why I was so passionate about it. I saw how much money these guys were making cleaning these floors and, and Harvard floor guys to, were making not, not, that, not that much more money to bring in a 220, 200 pound machine, hook up 220, be there for three days. And this massive company that I'm talking about, it's not the one that you mentioned. Um, they're like, a matter of fact, I'll tell you how they did this. They said, Wayne, we, we don't, our guys don't really, you know, no tape measures very well. Uh, we don't really get into that. So what we're going to do, we're going to charge by, by three different sizes of rooms, big, medium, and small. <laughs> I'm not making that up. And for wow. small, they, they charge this, for medium, this, and large, that. And then they threw numbers at me and they said, do you think this is, this is good? And I was like, you've got to be kidding. You're going to charge that much money? And they were getting it. And I thought, oh man, I felt like 
man, all that hard work we did for not not a lot more than that. You know what I mean? And yep. um, and as a whole, pretty easy gig. And we've both been on jobs where we told ourselves, hey, we better slow down, you know, slow down a little bit, you know, you know, we're not supposed to make this kind of money this fast. Right. Uh, so, you know, then you're, you're, you're glad to bring in the big bone cleaning kit and the coasters and, you know, be really sure. super nice, make it a great experience because you just made a killing on that job. And I'm you know what? Uh, yeah. Go but, ahead. And you need to, you need to, you, you should never feel bad about that because you need those jobs. You know, I mean, because for every one of those jobs, there's going to be a job that, that, you know, something took you longer than you thought it was going to be. Something was more of a challenge than you thought. Somebody screwed up your schedule. The cost of doing business. So, you know, you need these jobs. You know, the thing, too, with this, and this was what I got from the discussion at this last class. Because, like I said, it was just two days of discussing this stuff. So it was great. And one of the things that I got was something that we had talked about the last show, whether we're playing defense and waiting for somebody to call us to give a clean, right? Because one guy goes, yeah, I don't get a lot of calls about, you know, my cleaning service and, you know, it's on my thing. And then we started talking about Facebook groups and things like that, that people are using for this. They're going big offense on this kind of thing to launch this type of service to your company not just not just like a byline but like hey you know really going after people and you know that's what people were trading back and forth was the different facebook groups and things that like that that they belong to and getting the word out that way and some people are becoming highly successful with this business and but they're going at it offensively too you know, a lot of times we're sanding floors and stone floors and putting our pictures out there and people are finding us on Instagram and everything. But it's definitely something I think the more offensive you get with this, the quicker you're going to get that word of mouth stuff. Because, it, you know, just think about the, it'd be like wildfire. You know, you can sand a floor in a neighborhood. Maybe not everybody's going to need their floor sanded, but and you can clean a floor in a neighborhood and go, it could be. 10, 12 other houses in one neighborhood that, yeah, I need that too. You know, the, the world has changed so much. I mean, you know, if, if you're a movie star or an actress, you've got a publicity agent, you have marketing people around you, blah, blah, blah. You have all that, that team around you. Well, now everybody almost has to be their own, their own team of marketing and, 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 you know what I mean? And, and public publicists and you're your own PR person now. Yeah. And you just can't sit anymore uh kind of like in and and hope it comes to you i think it's a different game now um so anyhow listen a lot of times we we know we're preaching to the choir when we talk about some of these things we we know there's some flat out absolutely stud phenomenal floor mechanics listen to the podcast and we're grateful for all of them we just had a guy uh uh from uh canada or not canada um australia uh that uh, reached out to us the other day and we we're honored for that so so thank you guys for listening and appreciate it. Rob, did you have anything more on that? Sorry. No, I'm good, man. 199, okay. man. 199. Yep. Getting close to it. So thank you very much, everybody. We appreciate your listenership. It means a lot to us. And, and as Rob said, you know, when he, when he travels a lot and when I travel, I, we do, people do a, a, a talk about the podcast with us and we're grateful for that and grateful that you listen and what have you. And, and, um, and uh, thank you very much for that. 
And uh, so please, you know, stay- usually though, it's to, they'll see me and they'll is is Wayne here? Where where's yeah, yeah, where's yeah. Wayne? Is, where's Wayne? Yeah. Must no, so it's just me. Sorry. Disappointing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I know that's not true. Okay. <laughs> this has been another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. Please stay tuned for another episode. Mm-hmm.